What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens break the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today I'm joined by two of my friends, my podcasting mentors since the very beginning of What If World, Lindsay Patterson and Marshall Escamilla. Hello. Hello, it's great to be here in What If World. Thank you so much. Now, they are from Tumble Science Podcast for Kids. I love it so much. I've learned a lot from it because I don't, I'm not very sciencey and do you want to tell the kids like real quickly we'll get more into detail afterwards but like just a little bit about your show sure um tumble science podcast for kids is a really fun show about how science works and in each show we answer kids questions we talk to fascinating scientists and we weave it into a story about the process of discovery we call it exploring stories of science discovery and we've done shows like do trees fart a story about a guy who collected his poop every day for a year (laughs) and marshall what's your favorite story that we've done this year um i'd say the the koala the koala one it's also about poop so (laughs) of course we should pick one that's not about poop this the cheetah super speed one that's really cool yeah. Callum's favorite doll is a little koala, and he's, you know, half Australian on his mother's side, so we're uh-huh. big koala fans over here. I got to check out that episode. Did you know that koala babies eat their mother's poop? It is one of those fun factoids that I had heard at the zoo because uh, we're just, that's the only thing that we've been able to do in the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you both for coming on my show, What If World. We're going to do a story. And the very, very special thing about this story is we are going to get a question here in What If Worlds. Actually, two questions. And then we're going to get those questions answered scientifically on Tumble. So we're going to link to that show in the show notes, and we'll talk about that a little more later. But I am really excited to play for you Madeline's question. I really like fish. And what if fish have legs? My name is Madeline. I really like fish. And what if fish have legs? Ah, thank you, Madeline. What if fish had legs? That boggles my limited scientific capacity. (laughs) We've got one more question from sisters Eleanor and Lily. Hi, I'm Eleanor. And I'm Lily. We're 10 years old. We like our pet fish. And our what if question is, what if the world turned upside down? Like if fish kept people in tanks. Bye. <laughs> we are loaded up on great what ifs here. Are, are you two ready to tell a story? I'm ready. I'm ready too. All right, let's jump right into it and find out what if fish had legs and what if fish kept people in tanks. Lindsay and Marshall were so excited because they just finished setting up a massive fish tank in their house. And it was so big that their fish, Garlis Gasbladder III, was able to fit inside it. And this really big three-meter-long gar finally had enough room to stretch out. It's a good thing we finally got a tank big enough for that gar. (laughs) 
It took all week to set up, but finally Gar will be happy and have enough space for his Gar lifestyle. Yeah, keeping him in the bathtub definitely wasn't working. That was a big downside for our hygiene. I wish he could talk so we could hear him really thank us for what we've done for him. You make it sound so hard to take care of me, but I could do a better job than both of you two put together if I weren't stuck in this tank said Garlis Gasplatter III. Of course, Lindsay and Marshall couldn't understand them. They hadn't gotten to What If World yet, apparently. Well, you're welcome, Garlis. Good night. We love you, little fishy No, I didn't say thank you. As they were getting ready for bed, thunder crashed, and lightning struck, and rain fell. A heavier storm than they were used to seeing. But they slept through it, and in the morning woke up to find their house was floating down something like an ocean or river or flooded street. They could hardly tell. You know, the storm really picked up while you were asleep, but you look so sleepy, and I, I just didn't want to disturb you. And so I just built this human tank for you two to stay in to keep you safe, since uh, the whole world is pretty much flooded right, right, right now. Marshall, what's going on? I don't know. I don't remember our house, like, being this buoyant. Did we get a swept away to what if world? That would definitely explain why the fish seems to be talking in language that we can understand. We can understand him for sure. And also, that would explain why he has those very large, muscly runner's legs. Oh, you like them? I know, they're so fit. It's very hard to hold up my gigantic body, but they do a pretty okay job. Now, now, listen, you two just relax. I'm going to show you two how easy you've had it all along. And Garlis opens up a five-pound can of tuna and dumps it into their air tank. This tuna smells so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like five pounds, that's a lot of tuna. Why, why did we give him that much tuna to begin with? It's maybe not a lot for a gar, but it's a lot for a person. Okay, you two. Quit your belly aching. I'll give you some bread now. You can make sandwiches. Enjoy. Thank you. Enjoy. That's, we do appreciate that. That does make it better. But like could there, maybe some mayonnaise or yeah. something to mix I really it like. like mustard on my tuna sandwiches. Yo, you too. I'll find some condiments for crying out loud. I never ask for condiments, but I'll give you the special treatment. Gar, we also have children? How are we going to look after them when we're in this tank? No, no, I thought of all of that. I'll show you how easy it is to be a human grown-up. I got a leash set up. I'm going to just take them on their air tank and carry them around all day. No problem. I've got it. But I also have a meeting with my boss. It's really important. How am I going to get to that? I thought of that too. Fortunately, I got this perfect Lindsay disguise. See? And he puts on a t-shirt that says Lindsay on it. And I'm just gonna pretend to be you for the day. Show you how easy you two have it. (laughs) I could be a news person or whatever you do. I don't even know how to respond to that. I mean, there's a gar wearing a t-shirt with my name on it. You could say, Garrighty then. Uh, Garright. Gar luck with that. So Gar goes and collects Lindsay and Marshall's kids, whose names in What If World are, of course, Minzy and Marshall. Hey, you two kids, Bobby's going to work today, and you two are coming with me. Well, you don't look like Bobby. Yeah, but read the t-shirt. Oh. I can't read yet. I'm smaller. Okay, well, the t-shirt says Lindsay. Uh, 
And that's that's who I, you know. Is I'm, that mommy's uh, name? You just thought your mom's name was mommy. It's mommy. I thought that for a long time too. I want to go outside. I'm gonna take you for a walk right now. Oh, great! And Garrulus puts a leash around the kid's air tank and starts swimming out into the flood. Uh, you kids need anything else? This is so easy. Hey, Bob, could we have, like, a story or something? I am so glad you asked. You know, they call me Garrulous. Not just because I'm a gar, it's also because I'm a very eloquent speaker. Garrulous Gaspletter the third. You know, there were two more before me. The, the last one was my mother. Uh, yes, yes, Garrulous is both a male and female name. That's a, a little well, known. That doesn't make well. sense. It does make sense if you are a three-meter-long fish. But, the but you're our mom, and our mom isn't a fish. You, that, that's a good point. That's a good point. There, there's a really perfectly good explanation for that, too. Uh, you see, when a, when a, when a fish, when, when a giant fish puts on a t-shirt that says someone's name on it, I want to go to sleep. I, wa- I want the cookie. Yeah, I- I'll, get- I'll get you a cookie. Why don't you ha- you two have a nice nap? Oh, this is good. This is- these kids are very demanding. Uh, cookies and walks and stories. Uh, but but what about what about the story? What kind of cookie? It's gonna be a tuna fish cookie. I, I don't like I don't that li- kind of cookie. We don't like tuna fish cookies. You you've never had one that I've made before. I mean, I can tell from the description I won't like it. Oh, just take a nap. It'll be ready by the time you're awake. Oh boy, these kids are a lot of work. And with that, Garlis swam faster and faster. Fortunately, the rocking of the air tank gently lulled the children into a quick nap. Oh, okay, I'm at the office. I mean, it's a floating desk, but it says Waddington Post. And there's a fish hair and a, and a, and a woman behind the glass bubble. <clears throat> but, hello? 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 It, it, is that Lindsay? Oh, you saw my teacher. Yes, yes, obviously, it's me, Lindsay. Did you change your hair? It's like, it's a little bit scalier than I remember. Keep guessing, keep guessing. Are you a lot taller, like 10 feet tall with a long snout and kind of a Muppet face? Close, you're getting close. There is something different about me. Maybe your fish assistant could understand. There was a fish sitting by this desk. Well, more flopping on the desk. Uh, Miss, Mrs. Waddington, I, th- I think that's your 10 o'clock. Lindsay from Tumble. Yeah. You can see that she's here with her shirt. Okay, well, I'm just going to give it to you because I think it's plain as day. I've got new legs. Look at how big and muscular my legs are. I'm not here to look at your legs. You work for me? Oh. I need you to write a story about this monstrous flood and get it to me by the end of the day. Oh, if you don't mind, I like your legs. Thank you very much. Thank you. I haven't figured out how to put pants on yet, but they're very fit and muscular, and I figured people would enjoy looking at them. We need to have a a discussion after this about what's appropriate for wearing in the office, and pants, definitely a requirement. Okay, I I will let Lindsay, I mean myself, know that. According to office regulations, you can wear a utila kilt. Oh, a kilt, that's a great idea. But all the utila kilts, ceremonial kilts aren't allowed. Now, I I do have to uh, work, but I I was wondering if you had like a tuna fish cookie for these kids in case they wake up uh, or anything. (laughs) Lindsay, that sounds disgusting. I don't want tuna fish or tuna fish cookies anywhere near my desk. Get to work! Oh, oh, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, the kids are awake. Oh, the bathroom. How are you? Oh, air tank bathroom. This is, I did not think this part out. Oh, this is getting really difficult. Meanwhile, Lindsay and Marshall were back at their home in their nice air-conditioned air tank, enjoying themselves quite a bit. Man, with all this time with the kids being out and free babysitting and not having to work, I've... 
I've really had time to focus on my whittling. I'm starting a sourdough, something I've always wanted to do. It's so great. Uh, this is the life. Just then, Gar burst in, letting tons more water into their home, dragging a couple of very loud, complaining kids behind him. Oh, this has been a really rough day. Would you two mind helping me just a little bit with, like, uh, cleaning up this tank? I need, like, a hose or something and maybe cooking food that children don't, it doesn't make them vomit. I don't know. I'm getting kind of into this whittling here. Look, I made I, I made a walking stick. I just got started on my sourdough, and I've got to feed it right now. Oh, okay, okay. I'll t- listen, I'll tell you what. I realized that this whole adulting thing is a little bit harder than that I first anticipated. So maybe, maybe I help out a little more around the house and, and, the, and the air tank or the water tank or whatever. And then you help me do all these things that I haven't been able to do all day. Well, I mean, I guess could eventually get tired of whittling. You know, maybe we can all work together like a little tomorrow morning and then we'll have time to play together tomorrow afternoon. Are you saying our vacation's over? I mean, you know, just like a vacation from vacation. <laughs> and Lindy, believe me, I thought of that. I didn't I didn't want to end your vacation just yet. So I did finish work for you. I wrote this lovely article about the flood for the Waddington Post. Okay, get this. <clears throat> flood water. Humans can't breathe it. Fish can. Humans drink water. Fish live in water. Some fish have legs or gas bladders to breathe air sometimes like me, Garrulous Gas Bladder III. I mean, Lindsay Partial Tumble III. That's her name, right? The end. Huh? That was the whole article? That wasn't like even 80 words. Oh, no, 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 don't worry about that. That was just the title of the article. The actual article is about 600,000 pages. I already emailed it to Mrs. Waddington. It's gonna be great. Oh my god, I need to call her right away. <laughs> the end. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> All right, we did it. That was so fun. Our second story as, I mean, it's really going to be four stories if you count our two moon stories from a few years back and our two fish stories. What will we do next? This is our second collaboration. Second collab. Out of which yeah. have come four episodes. Exactly. New collab dropping soon. Can't wait. I'm so, so very grateful that you were able to make time to come on my show today. Is there anything else you'd like to tell the kids about Tumble, about what you've got going on? We hope that everybody listening now will check out the science version of this story. And you can find it on Tumble Science Podcast for Kids on any podcast app. Our website is really easy to remember, too. It's sciencepodcastforkids.com. It will be about what if fish had legs? And I think that you will be very surprised about the answer. Yes, we did not touch upon the science at all. Didn't get there. You'll find out if gars sprout muscular legs in real life. (laughs) I cannot wait. There's a lot. There's like so much tumble for you to catch up on when you discover it and learn how much you absolutely love it. So thank you again, Lindsay, Marshall. Always a pleasure. You're welcome back anytime. And I hope you have a great day. Woohoo, you too. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Bye. Eleanor, Lily, and Madeline, I hope you enjoyed your story. Folks at home, not only was this a great anniversary to celebrate with my friends at Tumble Science Podcast for Kids, but it's also ICANN's birthday on April 15th. They're the International Children's Arts Network, and What If World has been with them since the very beginning. 
They're celebrating all week long with stories from the audiobook tour, poetry that you've written, and they're even baking up something special. Find out more on Instagram at ICAN.radio or on ICAN's website, ICANRadio.org. On our further dogs, here to shout out Ryan, who's nine years old from Australia. He likes our podcast and listens every day. Then there is Quimby. Her birthday is coming up on April 28th. She'll be five. She lives in La Serena, Chile. And she loves her cat, Miles. Oh, then I have to give a shout out to Zoe S., who's age eight. Thank you, Zoe. And I am Pixicato. I came in with my mother to shout out Lexi Brickall. She's eight years old. Her brother is Declan, six years old. She is a gamer and loves Minecraft and Animal Crossing. And her nickname is Unia Magics. Finally, a magical shout-out for Houston, age nine, from Stamford, Connecticut. He also loves video games, as well as his sister Raven, and his brothers Grayson and Tristan. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, Desiree McFarland for her expert sound design, and all you kids at home who know it's hard to be a kid, but it can also be hard to be a grown-up. So let's go easy on each other sometimes, all right? Until we meet again, keep wondering.